following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company here from the Star in Frisco in the SWBC studios. Welcome in, everybody. Cheers to, to having a fantastic week of uh, football. Getting ready for week one of the NFL season. We've got... In studio, a couple different samples of the Black Rifle coffee. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Isaiah's getting his fresh smell of it all. And lots of really cool brands that they've got rolling <laughs> out here. And we'll talk about it here in a little bit. But glad you're with us. Like the big man voice said, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison. I'm Kyle Yeomans with Chris Beam running the ship as always. How you doing, Isaiah? You look I'm happy good. today. Heck, Heckma looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm not the only person who used to go through the perfume section. Of the of of like Nordstroms or something like that, and smell all the colognes, and you had the little cup of coffee. Oh, I thought you were going to say the perfumes. No, okay. well, I mean, yeah, well, you, you that's how you clear your palate. <laughs> yeah, that's how you clear your nose. You, it was the you it was the it, that's all that was. Yeah. I was just like, okay, it was okay, wa- so it was the hand motion. Yeah. So you didn't go in there and get all the samples, get a bag of samples. I'm the only one who did that. No, I, I okay. I all right, sure. just make it, don't leave me out there. He's coming little tubes. Right, I had a little You're black not little the cap. Only one. Thank you, yeah, thank you, Beamer. Thank you. And then, then, you Wait, then, then my mom would get the magazines at the house, and you tear the little magazine sample out, and you no, rub the paper. Never did that. You never rubbed the paper. Never right? did oh, that. Yeah, I did that. Once. Thank never, you very yeah, much, yeah, bro. I, I, definitely, definitely, I definitely, definitely did it once. Or Thank twice, you very sure. much. Yeah, yeah I, I wasn't talking about me. I was talking about. Didn't Joseph Randall did that? Uh, uh, oh, oh, that's horrible. Oh. It's too soon. Man, no, they're not too soon. No, he got the sample, did he not? Chris, come it was on, a sample. Man. I used to go home with all the samples. They used to come like a little cardboard, little little clamshell thing, and right in the middle, it had one little clip. And you take the little bottle out and you shake it up and you put it right on that yeah. wrist and you. That was a thing. That was yeah, a thing was like a in thing. the mid 90s, maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. Chris has been coming off the top rope all week. Man. <laughs> I love it. Chris is, he's excited to be back in studio because when he was out in Oxnard, he didn't have the chance Thanks. to interject and to, to provide yeah. some color. Macho now he's man. got the I'll chance. Stop. I'm he's sorry. Hey, no, it's good. We like it. It's a part of the show. Oh. Um, goodness. But yeah, yeah, we've got the great smell of coffee in the room and. This is my favorite season of scents. I love like fall scents, like okay. pumpkin and like leaves. Oh, you're a pumpkin spice guy. I'm a pumpkin spice guy, man. Yeah. I love my pumpkin spice. <laughs> Everything nice <laughs> all the way through. <laughs> That's a throwback to the early talking days. How about that? Like the, the, the early days yeah. of this group, That's, a little pumpkin That's spice. Right. That's right. All right, Rob, give us some news and notes. Lots of cut downs yesterday and lots of uh, wonky moves for this Cowboys roster to get it down to the 53 man. How much time are you going to give me here? <laughs> uh, as much time as you need. Okay. Uh, bear with me because I am I think the hardcore fan understands kind of what they're doing yeah. and that it's yep. not final. This is the, this is like, this was the least final feeling roster cuts I have ever seen yep. since I've been here. And I feel like it was a lot easier back when Isaiah was playing where yes, they would was. make the cut to 53. Day later, they would have 10 guys on the practice squad and maybe a couple moves here or there. The expansion of the practice squad is what has changed all this stuff because essentially now you've got a 55-man roster because every week, every game week, you can add two guys, elevate two guys to your roster. So it gives you more flexibility on what you want to do and how you want to break up, you know, maybe guys between the 53 and the expanded practice squad. So interesting cuts, interesting 53 that they have right now. They don't have a backup quarterback. They <laughs> Who don't, needs a backup quarterback? They <laughs> who needs a kicker they don't they don't have a kicker right now what Te- about long snapper they've got to have a long long snapper they don't right? have a long snapper either oh okay they also don't have cj goodwin at the moment who is their special teams captain from the last couple years so so he was waived brett maher jake mcquade cooper rush will greer ben Denucci, all gone off the roster as of yesterday right well that's obviously going to change will greer i think is the well, and Ben DiNucci are subject to waivers. But other than that, guys can come back. So you look for guys to come back. They've got a couple spots at least that they're going to open up today. Uh, Tyron Smith should go on injured reserve. 
James Washington should go on injury reserve. And the reason why you have to wait a day to do that for fans that don't know is it allows them to, once they go to IR, they can come back at some point, come back within minimum of four weeks. Obviously with Tyron, it's going to be much longer than that. Um, so two spots open up there. Some of these guys I mentioned will be coming back either on the active roster or the practice squad, and they will they can use that practice squad to elevate guys every week. The catch is there's a there's a limit per guy, three three elevations per. So they will have backup quarterbacks. They will have kicker. I think they will have a long snapper. They will. <laughs> but right now it's it's a lot of moving parts, as Bill Parcells used to say. So ultimately. All of that in synopsis, you you cut these guys that are obviously going to return, that most of them are not subject to waivers. You can bring them back. You can have a deal pretty much set in place as they walk out the door that they're going to walk right back in the door. And they probably benefit from it because there's probably a signing bonus or something kind of thrown in there as well when they re-sign with the team. But then also uh, it allows you to put these guys on IR and then you don't necessarily lose any of those roster spots, correct? Right. Very much so. Just quick little synopsis yep. and lots of information. But, I mean, there are names on this list that were cut down yesterday that will not return to the Cowboys. Sure. There's a, I mean, there's a number of them. Uh, let's, let's start with, uh, I mean, probably the number one. And we kind of had talked about this as a possibility, Heckman, but Carlos Watkins, who had a decent season last year, came in as a veteran interior, but in a room where they have invested so much of their draft capital over the last couple of years. There just wasn't enough room for Carlos Watkins. It's probably uh, not going to happen to where he's back on the roster here over these next couple of days. Uh, and, and obviously you talk about cuts being wonky. That was, we had talked about it as well about Carlos Watkins, possibly the prob- probability of him not making this team. And I just basically, when I was looking at him in preseason, it, it's, I said to myself, I said, man, you know, you can't coast through this thing, brother. You know, make some plays. Yeah. Uh, because I think a lot of times guys automatically assume that they're going to be a part of the roster. And that was a difficult cut as we were thinking that Tristan Hill, for all intents and purposes, was not going to be uh, on this team. Tristan played himself onto this roster and had a monster preseason and uh, and all OTAs, all of that, man. You just saw him make himself a presence. So, for Carlos Watkins, I think off of last year, he was a guy that came in that was a spark plug for the defensive line. You saw him do some really great things uh, in the running game, uh, getting some stops, getting pressures. He was that guy that was getting getting that double team because of the penetration that he was getting and how he was at the point of attack. So not having him back on this roster is is surprising, but I and Dan Quinn I trust. I, I believe that he's going to make the right moves on this team, and I think the way that they're going towards the youth and the speed of this team – you know, it just it's unfortunately unfortunate that he was a casualty. I agree. I, I mean, there's nothing else really to add there. I think this, this room is just too competitive in terms of that defensive line room. And I think there's only so many guys that you can carry. And you start looking at we've talked about it, how many guys can you really keep at each position? You mm-hmm. have to figure out where you're going to trim the fat at because obviously you need to have an impact in special teams on the defensive side of the ball. You need all the versatile looks that Dan Quinn likes to yeah. have, um, and, and it just gets slim. It gets really difficult. You know, you have you have a set guy, a set you know, really six guys that you know you have to have on your roster on the defensive front, and then there's probably two other guys in there that you that you have to make really tough de- decisions on, and it's just it's just a, it's a it's a good problem to have from where the Dallas Cowboys were yeah. two years ago. It's a really good problem to have because you would have loved to have any of these guys on your starting lineup two years ago. And here you are having to cut these same caliber of players. Yeah. And, I mean, Carlos Watkins specifically, Rob, I mean, he's a vested veteran. So yeah. he he doesn't have to go on to waivers. Could he be brought back to the practice squad? Or, it, I mean, barring anything surprising, I don't think he would come back onto the roster. But could he at least even – is that a possibility with him? You know, I – I'll admit I have not looked at whether he's eligible technically because they have expanded the rules, the years and yeah. the rules. And yeah. he's a he came in the league in 2017. I'd have to look at that one, but but I think it came down to like Heck mentioned um, Tristan Hill, and I think a lot of people thought, uh, you know, a few months ago he he may not make this team. Mm-hmm. He, to his credit, played his way onto the team. I think it probably came down to Carlos Watkins and John Ridgway. You know, we talked about Ridgway a lot uh, two days ago and felt like he might be the odd man out. Because of Quentin Bohanna kind of taking ownership of that role as the big run stuffing guy. Well, obviously, they're committed to having a couple guys that can do that on running downs and stuff the run and do all that stuff, eat up space. So um, 
might have just come down to an established guy who Carlos Watkins, who played a lot for them last year, had a, had a role for them last year versus a young guy. Man, they are going young. There are a lot of young guys on this roster. Well, and there were a lot of young guys that got cut as well that played really well in the preseason. Hopefully for those guys, they return back to the practice squad. That's the thought process. That's what you want to do. Let me name some of these guys that played well in the preseason but did not make the 53-man roster, at least initially, and that's Josiah Bronson. Malik Davis, the running back. Stop me if you guys want to talk about any of these guys. Uh, Story Jackson, linebacker out of Liberty. How about a Amon Simon, who played decent up on the, the line of scrimmage. Brandon Smith, we talked about him. Wide receiver, uh, was fantastic. Had the catch of the preseason on the tiptoe grab in the end zone. Mika Tafua, the defensive end. Wanye Thomas, the safety. And then TJ Basher, who didn't really show up in the preseason games, I think, we the way we anticipated but he was at least there in practices and practiced pretty well. Anybody there, guys, Isaiah, that you you maybe had your eye on? And at least if you had the the magic touch that they would be back on your practice squad. Basher? Really? I like him. I think he practiced really well. The thing that sucks about the receiver position is you're going to do as well as the opportunities that you're presented with. That's the thing that sucks. It's real easy to kind of get forgotten about as a receiver. You can run your routes perfectly. You can do all your assignments perfectly. But if the ball doesn't come your way, I can't show what I'm able, capable of doing. So it's really so. You know, it's funny. People used to always ask me, what position do you prefer to play, quarterback or receiver? Uh, quarterback. I can control my outcome. Right. right? You know, I can run. You know, seriously, as a receiver, you might, you might run 35 routes in a game, and you might get the ball thrown at you twice. I'm dealing with that as a parent. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, man. It does. So, I mean, for guys like him, you know, it's the reason why – for guys like him, it sucks because he didn't get a lot of opportunities presented to him in the game. But in practice, when the opportunities were there, he converted on them, right? But nobody talks about practice. Practice doesn't really matter. You think about guys like Dennis Houston. Dennis Houston, I've mentioned it many times, he is a Dak Prescott guy. That is the, his best asset. Mm. However, in the preseason, it sucks because what? Dak Prescott's not playing in the preseason. No. So, if you don't have any chemistry with these other quarterbacks, nobody in the world was good for the Cowboys, the world doesn't get a chance to see you. Yeah. Brandon Smith, I think for me, oh it, was, my gosh. Yeah. it was surprising just because he's put together two good camps back-to-back. I think every he people were whispering about him last year about the job that he was doing and, and still didn't get an opportunity. Hopefully he's someone that gets to come back. But a guy, uh, Avanti Collins, the the right yeah, tackle, 76, I was, I yep. was surprised about him. And, and, you know, just our need at that position overall. Uh, and he's someone that I think this organization has vested time in and built him up. Uh, to see him get cut, hopefully he's uh, able to come back. Our linebacker situation, I just don't think that we've resolved it uh, also. And so Malik Jefferson, we I think we had hopes for him uh, coming in. Maybe that just didn't bear any fruit. But also Story Jackson. Uh, you know, I liked, him. Uh, I liked him as well. I think he made some plays. But I think you have some guys coming up. Um, Jabril Cox is playing much more solid. You see, seeing him move much more, uh, more fluid uh, with that ACL injury. So, look to Devin, all Devin the, Harper ball, exactly. Devin, I, and, yeah. I, and I'm surprised, very surprised that Luke Gifford. No disrespect to Luke Gifford, he's a heck of a special teamer, and he's he's taking his strides as a linebacker. But they obviously drafted a linebacker in Devin Harper. Yeah, Devin Harper is the faster version of Luke Gifford. Mm. Yeah. He yeah. runs a four four. Yeah, they wanted. I guess <laughs> they wanted a little extra numbers at at, at linebacker. Those, those are some good names. I I was going to say Malik Davis. I I thought he made the team. I really did. I thought just he the way the way that he played and the fact that I mean we'll see if he goes through waivers. Um, I thought see, and I, I thought the tough. same thing, Rob. Until yeah. I thought he was on the team too. And I think I told Kyle this uh, right before the preseason game. I'm like, oh yeah, Malik Davis is in that in that conversation. Wait a minute, Rico Dotto's not suited up. Oh yeah, he's got his pads off and he's got his jersey <laughs> on. Right, and then you're yeah. like. Mm. And, and you know, <laughs> all three starting running backs, the, the top three running backs yeah. are not playing. Mm. But I think the thing that surprised me was not only did he not make it, I thought if he wouldn't make it, it would be because they would go heavy at tight end instead, and they mm. didn't. They kept three tight ends at least for now. Sean McCune gets waived. That's what I was going to ask you that, about. That's my guy, that, Sean that's McCune. you know because we thought it was probably going to be Hendershot or Sean McCune. You know? Yes, and or both if they go light at another position, and they didn't do that. At least for now, they didn't do that. Um, but again, he's eligible for waivers as well. A couple other guys. Wanye Thomas is a guy they liked. You you knew they liked him because they give him. What, how often do you see a safety returning kicks in a game for the Cowboys? I mean, they wanted to maybe see what he could do. Um, Alec Lindstrom, the young center, I think is a guy 
that I think they see potential in. But again, it's you know there are just so many, only so many spots. You know? Question. Yeah. Of the roster, the way it sits today, how many of these guys will not be on the roster come Friday? Are you talking about fifty-three men? Fifty-three, like the ones that made it. The ones that made it as of today. There may be two or three guys that are oh, sitting we, on the bubble right well, we now. We know that because yeah. there's no kicker and no long snapper. Yes, yeah, so there's definitely there's definitely two guys that are not going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But you take into the tyrant, take into account a tyrant situation and some of the other moves they have to make. Yeah, how yeah. many of these guys are no longer on this roster? I don't. You have a minimum of two spots open when yeah. James and Tyron go on IR. So, but they, but yeah, there could be more they need to create. I mean, depending on. And they kind of yeah. saved themselves a spot by go ahead and reserving Damone Clark because Clark could have been one of those guys that you needed a 53-man spot for to make room for, but instead they put him on the reserve of the NFI immediately, so he's not eligible to play this season at all. Actually, he is. Oh, he is. He okay. is, and I wanted to bring that up There's because I was confused about that too. Is that a rule change too? Yeah. He, okay. he They did not have to wait a day for him to do that, so he technically can come back this season. Oh, good. Yeah. That, and that's and kind of exciting. Yeah. He, and yeah. I've spoken with him. He's very hopeful. Talk about linebacker room. Ooh, I mean, that's one guy that could absolutely flip it on his head. linebacker room. I mean, he was a second round, third round guy until he got hurt yeah. or until he was yeah, he found was out about, about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> talked about. So, yeah, that makes sense. So, you you think two or three of these guys is are not going to make absolutely. the 53. Who? What names do you have? Okay. Let's, let's, let's be simple. Uh, let's make it simple. Long snapper, kicker have to come back, yes? Mm-hmm. True. James Washington, Tyron Smith. That's Boom. a swap. Boom. Done, done and done. Okay. Michael uh, Gallup's still there. He passed his physical yesterday, which talk about news and notes. I mean, that's a big one. Yeah, he's not going on pup, so he's taking a 53-man spot. Yep. That's crazy to me. Yeah. That's pretty wild. ACL used to be 12 months off the rip. It hadn't even been eight yet. <laughs> so, you think he's hasn't ready? Been eight I know what Jerry's yet. saying. Do, do you guys honestly think he's ready? I, I, I get that we're on the Cowboys broadcast. Do you, all, do you guys truly think he's ready? No. I don't. I, I don't you know. Think how, he's, do you think he's one month into the season ready? See, that's that's where I was about to lead, though. You don't yeah. play. I've never seen a guy come back this fast from an ACL anyway. So. You don't play for another week and a half. So, And they already said week one's not a possibility. Week two is two and a half weeks from now. And if he's already passing his physical, then he might be ready by week but two. But on Pup, he would have, it would have been four, four weeks. weeks. Four. Yeah. And so, Mr., Mr. Jones said what? What was his statement the other day? If Rob? it were the Super Bowl, He'd he, play. he could play. But, I mean, you know that training staff better than anybody. I trust and, and, those and guys the, with everything. I, I know you do. And, and the fact that, um, you know, it's not Pup, then they really truly believe within four weeks of the regular season, like by end of September, he could come back. Can, can you help everybody? I'm sorry. Go ahead. You, you were getting side. You were about to go somewhere controversial, and you got <laughs> sidetracked. And, and I don't want you to go back. Who are the next? He wants to keep you on the straight <laughs> and narrow, <laughs> Isaiah. He wants you to take it all the way home. You was on your way, and you got stopped. So who are the guys that are on the 53 right now? Two people at what position? Or if you don't say the name, what position at least are you looking at? That you're saying, oh, you're not safe in that room. <laughs> I think Luke Gifford is still a toss-up. Okay. As much as they like Marquise Bell, I think he might be a toss-up. I know they like him a lot, though. Would you but keep him or Israel Mukwamu? Mukwamu. Really? Mukwamu. Okay. Yeah, because you don't need another big hit guy. You know, Marquise Bell's that he's a replacement for J. Ron Curse. You need a you need a guy who can run sideline to sideline and get some interceptions. And I think Bell would get picked up immediately, though. I Probably. Think I mean, any of these guys, any of these guys you done. cut are going to get picked up. I, I think, mean, that's the thing. You know, yeah. like that's that's where you're at right now, this time of the year, when you have guys that made your initial 53, but probably may not make your you know your final 53. Those guys are going to get picked up. Yeah. Well, I think they can kick the. the, the they're probably going to try to kick the can down the road a little bit with this because. Like those two spots, Tyron and James. Okay, you can you create two. There's more than two guys I mentioned that need to come back. I mean, you have to have a kicker. Yeah. You have to have a back. But you can massage it through the practice squad at least for a couple weeks and yeah. kind of I, just see where your roster stands after that. I think know? Big John Ridgeway is one of those guys. I think okay. Ridgeway is one of those guys that you cut because you trust. <laughs> it sounds bad, but you trust that the league saw what he put on film in the preseason, and you feel. When like, did that change you feel, for you? When did that change for you? I on was him when he played. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I mean, but That's, I mean that was I mean, a turning I mean, point. That yeah, you, I mean, I was at hopeful. first you were not that you no, were not like. I was that. very hopeful because he's yeah. huge. He's ginormous. But you know, to your we've talked about it. You, what you what was successful in college may not always be successful in the league, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the big nasties. And when you think that you're just going to come in here and bulldog these cats, it's, it's not. It's not that. Mm. Yeah, and I thought Quentin Bohanna was in a direct competition with him from the beginning, and I didn't think that they would carry both nah. of them. And that was, that's been my argument since OTAs, I think they since love the moment Bo. they got him. I think they love Bo. 
They love Big Bone. They do love. They yeah. love the crap out of him. I think they're hopeful. You can see that grow as yes. training camp. Went yeah, along. absolutely. They they love that dude. He was up there in the starting lineup half the dog on time when they're doing those those collaborative practices. So I think that Ridgeway is definitely one of those guys that will not. He'll find his way back in the practice squad and they can move him up as they see fit. Because I can't see somebody picking him up and saying, "Hey, you're on, you're on, you're on our two deep." It's crazy how many – the last two draft classes, and I, th- I think I counted it up, I think over the last two, the rookies from 21 and 22, it's like 22 spots that are taken up right now. Like it is wow. a – it's a youth movement, and I kind of struck a nerve when I put on Twitter. I couldn't believe this, man. Like of the 53, and it's going to change, not going to be the final 53, but 46 of the 53 are guys that were drafted or signed as rookie free agents by the Dallas Cowboys. Like that is – 46 of the 53? 87% of your roster is homegrown. That's where that's that's wild. That. That's where well, a lot of frustration stems, well, I think, for th- Cowboys fans. That's the it thing. Really is, it's like Hex says, nothing wrong with that, because that shows that you can identify talent, sure. and draft, and scout, and all those things. You're really good at that. But Question. The, but there's a flip side of it, too. I think it – go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish well, it. I think, I think it, that also reemphasizes people's point that they don't go out and – be aggressive and add guys outside the roster. Yeah, how do you supplement those spots? Like, what, look what Philly did yesterday. Yes, they had they had a hole at safety, so they go make a trade with the Saints, and and go get uh, Gardner Johnson, who's a good. And, player. and does it, does experience come into that as well with the guys that you have? You know, of of those forty some odd players, you know, the lack of experience. I I, I heard thirty of them only has have two years of yeah. NFL experience. Yeah, so they're young. Can I ask a question, please? Boss man fat. Okay. Is he on this roster because of what they hope he can do eventually or from what they've seen him do? It's 100% hope. Right now, it's hope. He's got the tools to do it. Like the, 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 the makings of the pie, the ingredients are all there. There hasn't been a pie in the first two years of his career so far. But he has so, done so, it. So yeah, second round draft. If pick. I'm, just, I mean, I, they're I sitting in the cupboard right now. I don't care about that. Be, no, I know, be, I know you don't. The Raiders but, didn't care about their first round pick. They cut him. Oh, Leatherwood. Yeah, yeah and they're getting killed for it. Yeah, right that's now. okay. He, he's not good. If he's not good for your team, get him off. Yeah. Right? I mean, I if if it's me, and I'm not obviously not in that room getting paid for this. I keep Marquise Bell, and I have I have uh, Israel Mukwamu as my emergency corner, hmm. and I cut ties with with Kelvin Joseph. Because of what he's shown you on and off the field. I think there's a lot of people who agree with you. Not necessarily inside this building, but, oh, yeah. but I mean, yeah. I mean, you like that, that route that, that McQuamu jumped in, in the Friday game, huh? I, I <laughs> he like, did play corner in college. Nobody had questions about Israel McQuamu's ability to play the ball nor his footwork. That was never a question. The this question last year was his physicality. What did he address this yeah. offseason? His physicality. Yeah. First thing I watched as soon as the Denver game come on. All right, here we go, Israel. You got a chance. Bow. Oh. Okay. All right. Maybe maybe he just maybe he just tightened up for one hit. Bow. Another one. I saw this cat on flip the switch. Yeah. He flipped the switch, and then well, guess what? When the ball comes his way, he's a cornerback. And and, and I, I gotta say this, man. It may be a sign of respect that you're not saying his name, but Simi Fajoko. Uh, because you're not talking about him, maybe that he's earned a little bit of your respect by working his way onto the 53. And the way, I mean, look, it's no secret. There are a lot of people that have been down on him, yeah. not being able to run routes, uh, you know, routes on. It just looked ugly. Uh, working onto special teams, all that. He's a believe, guy that worked yeah. himself into shape and he made the 53. I don't believe that anybody has been as tough on Simi Fajoko than I have. No. And I think that he did everything <laughs> possible during this preseason and the camp to prove that he should have another chance. I think he did everything possible. He had good practices when he was in the game. I don't care if it was freaking give me touchdowns. He took them, right? (laughs) He he did. He took them, right? They still there, right? Two touchdowns (laughs) in the preseason. Okay, so he did everything that he possibly could. Is he still considered, in my eyes, a fringe guy? I I do believe so. He's one of of those guys for you. Once – Especially Obviously, Gallup, Gallup's getting counted towards the roster, but when James Washington, Washington comes back, yeah, you'd be keeping seven because you'll go down. Dennis to six. Houston made it too, so yeah, there's a couple different names. If you there. had to choose Dennis Houston or Simi Fajoko, who are you going with right now? Right now, Dennis Houston. 
Okay. Who are you? Which Rob? I hate to say. Uh, I would go with Simi because I think his long-term upside, I think he's got a ton of Agreed. long-term potential. He, I mean, I, you may think I'm crazy. You play with Miles Austin. His skill set reminds me a little bit of Miles. But you're starting to sound like the, the front office. They're hoping for the future. So you're right. dealing with the now. No, you're right. And, like, I'm one more thing about Kelvin Joseph to that point. Like, I just think they look at it from – there's the off-the-field stuff. Legally, they didn't see enough there from – Everything that happened legally, they say, okay, we got to cut ties, obviously. And then on the field, he, they invested a second-round draft pick in him. So and historically – And he does have a lot of talent, so they're going to show patience. <laughs> they're going to show patience. Yeah, historically, there. they just don't give up on guys that have that that talent there. And they're not giving up on him. But I agree with you. I mean, he's showing you – it's an obvious – it's it's obvious things that he's doing that you say, okay, look, this, this boneheaded stuff, we got to do away with that. But at the same time, having a little bit of grace with the guy and allowing him to mature through some of his issues, this, this organization has been really patient in that way. Yeah. And Simi Fajoko's a, a, a great example of it. There are a couple other players yeah. that are kind of mixed in between there as well. If you cut Simi, do you think you are you worried that he gets picked up? Um, I actually probably am. probably yeah. I actually am because I, I think I, he would get picked up. I think there were Ooh. there were teams that I think kind of told the Cowboys like, oh man, you know, we were looking at him and it's the same thing with Marquise Bell. Marquise yeah. Bell wasn't drafted, but at the same time, there was a bidding war for him outside of it. And the Cowboys took Simi where they took him because there were other teams that wanted him. And actually, I thought I thought I saw Simi make more plays consistently over the whole course of the camp oh, than Dennis camp. Houston. Did you think? Did you think that, or did you see Dennis? I think he made plays? big plays. I think he made the splash plays. But when you think about how he would be utilized, had if he were to play in the game, I don't know that Dallas would would rely on him in that regard. Mm. I think that. Dennis Houston's more of a plug and play guy for the Dallas Cowboys right now than Simi Fajoko. At you're not moment. wrong. At this moment, you're not the wrong. Moment. Seriously, I mean he's a he's a more complete wide receiver. Dennis Houston is. Yeah. 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 All right. Does Dennis we... Houston clear waivers? <sighs> Maybe. Then there's your gamble. It's tough. Yeah. Maybe I would say yes. From what he's put on film, yes. But from what what's being said about him from Dak and everybody else, <laughs> maybe not. No, Dak yeah. stands I, up. That's and what talks I'm saying. About how much the he film him, yeah. is what people watch. And no until doubt. the number one, one of the top quarterbacks in the league says, "Hey, this is my guy. He's undrafted, and I would love to have him." And then you hear Michael Irvin come on the broadcast and say, "Oh, Dak that's wants him. you. <laughs> You're on the roster." Yeah, yeah. and the other thing, like <laughs> the thing that got me about Dennis Houston, real quick, Kyle, is that Babe Loffenberg comes into camp like the last week of camp, and yep. I'm talking to him on the bus going to one of the games, and I was like, who stands out to you? And he said, Dennis Houston. And he'd been there for like a day or two. And that's a quarterback, former quarterback, just loved his routes, loved just his approach. He's always in the right spot. And it's like, oh, okay, well, obviously, if you know football, you really see yep. something in him. For you know? all of the Cowboys fans that are <clears throat> just at home and they're either frustrated with this wide receiver position and they're tired of hearing the, the name Simi Fajoko and Dennis Houston, you're hearing these names for a reason. You're hearing them because they're standing out and because not only are the media looking at it and seeing, oh, wow, Dennis Houston's making plays. Simi Fajoko looks better than he did last year. That's what QB1's saying. That's what Dak Prescott's laying out there for you guys. But when we come back, let's talk about the guys in front of Dak Prescott. Have the Cowboys made a decision on who's replacing Tyron Smith at the left tackle spot? We'll talk about it when we come back with more Talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure and he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew at&t 5g fast reliable secure it's not complicated 5g requires compatible plan and device 5g may not be available in your area see att.com 5g for you for details the cowboys way where 16 hall of famers and five championships shows us what success looks like where turkey is always the second best part of thanksgiving day where we are all defined by one single thing the star where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going bank of america is proud to be the official bank of the dallas cowboys and to support the quest of living life the cowboys way copyright 2020 bank of america corporation this week did you get to work on time yeah but i just realized it's sunday little sweets has head on home dr pepper is on its way so sweet Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. 
Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here from the Star in Frisco as Talking Cowboys rolls on, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. And while we have an opportunity, let's talk real quickly about Black Rifle. Isaiah showcasing the calf blend right there. That's yeah, like be a, careful with that. That's one, like bro. a caffeine jolt for yeah, like a professional yeah, coffee drinker. That's the one, right? C A F is what it is on BlackRifleCoffee.com, but it's like it's even got a disclaimer on there of like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of caffeine in this thing. You've got the Medal of Honor blend, which is really really cool because every time you yeah. you buy that blend, the uh, the proceeds go to the American National Medal of Honor uh, Foundation. You've awesome. got Flying Elk, which is the lighter roast. I like the light roast coffee. And the Flying Elk is one of their newer blends. Really, really, really tasty. I actually tried it this morning. And then that is the Freedom Roast, which That's is... the one I'm going with right there. Yeah, it's a medium roast, and it's a... Uh, it's inspired by the Declaration of Independence, and it's got a hint of cinnamon in it. So that's the one you're taking home? That's, that's me. Rob's going to take the CAF, the C-A-F, the one with the disclaimer on it. There we go. That's the one you need. There so, we go. BlackRifleCoffee.com. Go check it out. Boom! There it is. Black <laughs> Rifle, Nate baby. Newton in Black the flesh rifle, baby. here on Talking Cowboys. Um Nate, we we transitioned going into the break about offensive line, and it, it was almost like a like a a sign that Explosion. you just appeared. Yeah, it was a it's shot, hurricane. A shot in the dark, and that Isaiah just popped, or I mean that Nate just pops up. The out dark of cloud coming around the corner. Here he comes, Nate Newton, Black Rifle. You didn't look very happy though. No. Nah, Why nah. are you not happy? Because we didn't handle the situation right with as far as our offensive lineman. We didn't execute it as a staff, as a coaching staff. Uh, we, If we had a left a left guard that was competing, not only for the left guard job, but possibly the future left tackle, and he only took reps as a second teamer, as a left guard, that was not executed right. Isaiah said repeatedly, plan one fell, that was Josh Ball. Plan two fell, uh, and what was that? Matt Walesco. Matt Walesco. That didn't that didn't make it. So all of a sudden, Plan C was for your left guard to be your future left tackle. Why was he not starting at left guard and working on days when Tyron was out with Josh Ball at the left tackle? That was not executed. What was not executed was we had a guy in Connor McGovern who should only been playing backup center, backup right guard, and backup left guard, and he should have been working at center if he was going to be playing in your last game. We dropped the ball as a coaching staff, more so Coach Philman dropped the ball because we should have been executing this. When you're trying to look at your backup quarterbacks and who is going to be the starter, you need a solid first team line. You need a solid second team line so you can properly give these guys a chance to be who they can be. We have dropped the ball. Yes, we've had great practices. Yes, they've been up-tempo, but the, the use of our players have, have not shown up. So your frustration stems from not only the the lack of investment on the line in terms of personnel, right. but the lack of investment in terms of reps for Tyler Smith yes. at both tackle and guard. Because they exclusively said during training camp, you are a guard. No matter what happens at tackle, you're our guard. Right. You're upset that he didn't get any snaps out at the, the left tackle Yes, spot. because uh, I know why Coach McCarthy said, Okay, if I had to start today, Connor would start. That's because the kid is his ankle was hurt. Yeah, he's got so an I ankle understand injury. that. Yeah. But when you when you lose your left 
uh, tackle seeing that two games, not only during practice, but in games that Josh Ball wasn't working out. Oh, boom. I'm the offensive line coach. Let me quit playing here. Let me quit playing. Let me get this kid out at left tackle every chance I get. Let me work this guy at starting left guard every chance I get. It's just the way we, we – the lack of execution. The lack of execution because I ain't worrying about the fourth team offensive lineman. I'm serious. I don't know their names. I mean, when I was on TV, I'm stumbling, bumbling because I don't know the fourth and fifth team guy because they're not going to play for the Dallas Cowboys, not this year. What <clears throat> I know, I know four out of five of us were there on site for a good portion of camp. Yeah. What what percentage would you say you saw Tyler Smith at guard versus versus tackle? I, I, it was I mean, it was zero. zero I yeah. Think. yeah. Now McCarthy said during OTAs in minicamp, sixty percent was sixty forty tackle to guard. But that was that ended in mid June, and I felt so like that was even to, generous too. Okay. Sixty forty. Yeah. I, I yeah. think it was more like seventy five twenty five. Yeah. So, I, Nate, Dylan, I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say that they're, I guess, Nate, their rationale is he, at least he's played tackle in college. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But that that had, is a positive. And he hadn't played guard since Fort Worth. That's North right. Crowley High School. So, let him just focus on that. And, I, and so, that's, that's the decision they made. But you, you're right. You put him in a situation now where he hasn't done it in weeks and weeks. You know? Can so, I piggyback his, what, he's, what he's saying with if he's going to be our left tackle, Nate, what position? How do we put him in a position of success starting Sunday night? How, what What's going to be the scheme yeah. to have success with him out there when he hasn't played any left tackle or had any reps? R U N with caps. R U N N I N G <laughs> with caps. R U N N I N G S apostrophe S with caps. Running, 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 running the ball. Let him get a rhythm. Of, of coming forward before you back him up, you know. And when you back him up, don't just – don't – Dak cannot have a three-step, five-step, seven-step drop and be standing behind the center. Naked boots, sprint outs, move the pocket, give this kid a chance to get his rhythm. I, I'm not saying this kid can't do it. Uh, his technique is going to be a little wobbly, you know, but we have to give him opportunity. And we also have to give our left guard opportunity. And we also have to give our center opportunity because none of these guys have played together. Yeah. Now, running downhill all kind of seems very similar, no matter if you're a left guard, center, right. right guard, doesn't matter, tackle especially. But how much does it change from pass protection? Because it changes quite a bit, right, in terms of the depth that you go backwards, the way that you, you work on your pass sets. How much does it differ <laughs> for a guy like Tyler Smith, who is going from left guard, has played some left tackle during his collegiate career, but now he's immediately going out there. And, oh, by the way, he's facing Tampa Bay. Stand up, stand up right quick. Like, just take your thing off. Stand up. Okay. Stand up. Stand right. up. Standing stand up. up. Stand up right. Which one of these okay. guys? Which one of these this guys? is my center. Uh-huh. This is my center. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is my tackle. Okay. All right. This is this is my this is the guy that's over me. Okay. Is is Heckler hey, gonna be Vita Vea? No, 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 no. This listen. This is the guy that's over me. I got comfort. <laughs> Unless you got a hell of a hell of a first step. Snuggly. I can set up. Now let's move over here. You move in here. You over there. Yeah. You, you in here. You the guard. He so, the center. Okay, you're guard. flipping. Now I'm out here. This dude La La Man. I got some help in here. But if you take me back deep, now I'm by myself. You're on an island. One here, two here, three here. And I got to dance with all of this. And what have I said all training camp that this kid has had? Feet. Lazy feet. feet. Yeah. Can he line his feet up with his eyes and see what he need to do? That is the difference, brother. You went from snuggly, cuggly, let me kiss you, uh -huh. to out there to with a Kodiak grizzly that got ballerina feet. It's the difference between sleeping with a cover on and then going, and then somebody, you know, your sheets didn't get dry. And then you Not, find out you was whole butt naked. Oh, God. Whole butt naked. Yes, so, sir. So, no, no. Because we got Nate in here. And Nate, I got to ask you, like, I've heard you talk about the continuity problem, but also I've yeah. heard you talk about his hand placement, saying that his hands are just too wide. 
They and, are. And they're too wide. And in the sense of urgency with his footwork. And you talked about Conor McGovern coming into camp. You saw that his sense of urgency with his feet were a lot better than the, the rookie. Yes. Um, but how, how problematic is it? Not only are you talking about his feet, but his hands, his hands placement and not being able to center his punch inside. And you hadn't seen that all camp. Con this is Conor. When I see Conor, Con I'm, I'm serious. When I see him warm up, man, Conor got the deepest knee bends I ever seen for a lineman. He can just bend down and shoot up. He he. You talking about Conor McGovern? Conor, I'm saying yeah. he he can get ball. He punch. Oh man, he working it. Tommy he punching. I'm like, wow, Conor looks good until somebody line up on him, and then he can't transfer all this great technique that he's worked on onto this person. Maybe that's lack of reps. Maybe that's lack of confidence. Maybe they, they just got to get him in there and get him going and get him feeling good, and maybe that'll change because he 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 can play, but now it's in his head. The other kid, Tyler, this is just him. He went to Tulsa, and he just dogged folks. Mm -hmm. For two or three years, he just picked people up out of their shoes and displaced them wherever they were. He was like a storm. I'm going to displace you from Florida to Georgia. That, that's just how he was. This ain't the same thing. You ain't going to just grab this big old dude, that Tampa Bay but, from the brain. <clears throat> yeah, so speaking of Tampa Bay, so Vita Vea is going to be over Conor McGovern. Yes. Okay, but we're, as we're talking about Tyler Smith, and you're talking about his hand placement hasn't been what you've, what you've liked. What you needed it to be. His footwork hasn't been there in right. terms of him being out of position, which has caused him some of the troubles in terms of his holding calls right. and all the things of that nature. Now you're about to face probably the fastest second-level defense in the league in terms right. of the linebackers. All these guys run 4-4, four, 4-4-3. Four, right. four, yeah. four, How do you now help him in those situations when they have to pass? Because you're going to throw the ball. You, you, you got, Especially It's got to be, be three-step drops. It's got to be five-step drops. Like I said, you got to move the pocket. But more importantly, more importantly, you're going to have to be great film studiers as coaches to make sure you know who, where they're lining up at. You don't need no surprises. Surprises are like, I don't know who to block. And now we got a beeline to your quarterback. Hmm. Confidence level. Confidence level in our coaching staff being able to develop this young man to be the left tackle heir apparent. My, my level of what I believe can happen over the years is I've seen him develop and help still. But other than that, I've not seen much. But I'm going to be honest now. When you draft a guy in the first round, you're saying to yourself, if we just work on his technique, because we know he got the heart and the ability you know, you don't want to second-guess that. So all we got to do is work on his technique. He's going back home. He's clicking his heels two, three or four times. <laughs> he's going back home. So We're not hey. in Tulsa anymore. <laughs> yeah. There's no place like home. Yeah. We, we are not in Tulsa anymore. You're not looking across the line saying, of scrimmage and seeing Tulane. Yes. Hey, man. You that butt naked in the yep. locked in Alaska deep freeze. Or you click your heels and go back home. Y'all have go. a great one, man. All I right. love y'all. Nate Newton yeah. joining us here on Talking Cowboys. Let's take our final break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up and look ahead to what else could be on the horizon for the Cowboys right after this break. Mate, your Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a the Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. 
Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more. Do One more tap. Essilor. Ramrod. One time. I like that. I liked the, 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 like the mic sling Man, today. Yo, it was good. Hey, you got to wear that on your pink. You got to wear that as a pinky ring, bro. Which one? Your ring there on your right foot. You got to put that as a pinky ring. Bro. That's stupid. It's but you know what, Kyle? Guess what? You know what we haven't done in a while? Where's the Aggie ring? Nice, though. You guys know what we haven't done in a while? What's that? Wallet check. Wallet check. It's in my car. What? Yeah. Don't, my, I, my have, I probably shouldn't have said that. Nobody knows where I parked. But hey, it's uh, <laughs> it's the Hunt or the the Ford F one fifty out there. I don't, not, know. <laughs> I don't know. I've got it though, and it's I appreciate Maserati. it. It's helped the back. So, so you're slim and trim. Right? It's yes, slim and trim. It's helped the back. Look I appreciate you. Look at you, right? There you go. How about that? Hey, I quick, like quick, uh, little news updates. Right? Okay. Okay. We're taping this what eleven forty five Central Time. Early round of claims came in. Cowboys did not claim anybody. They didn't have any uh, the guys that they cut. I think all passed through waivers. We mentioned Alex Leatherwood, the former first-round pick of the Raiders. He got claimed by the Bears. Bears made five claims today. Wow. So That yeah. dream's over. Yeah. No, mo- no movement by Dallas, though, so far. So that's good. good news on one end is that you haven't lost any of the guys that you thought you might lose. But you also haven't added anybody as far as the offensive line is well, concerned. What was or the cutoff time for that? Whoever. Uh, usually they come – there's like two rounds, I think, and first is 11 uh, central time. Okay. And then I think there's another round of Why do they make everything so complicated? I, it's very complicated. Why you got to be so like, What's the main difference between PUP and, you, and IR now? <laughs> huh? What's the major difference between PUP and IR now? Because um, that confuses the crap out of me now, too. I want to say PUP, you can – participate in like rehab work and IR you can't or something there's some kind of weird wording in there well that that'll be our homework assignment yeah, we'll, we'll get back to you on Friday. Friday. the rules are basically the same yeah that, that's Just what I'm saying they the changed the criteria IR. to which on which list you're on you know before IR when you're on IR you were done done yeah. right now it's like Out. IR four games well how's that different than pup yeah yeah it's confusing we'll do homework we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to you on, on Friday it's irritating all right Let's let's end this thing on a high note. We 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 got Nate in here, and Nate, I mean, Sweet. like like, I, like no place like home. Yeah, so. no place like home. We're not in Tulsa anymore. Um, thought process. Let's let's end this on a high note. What is the strength of this ball club right now? If you had to say one area, one unit, and I'm not going to say like you can't say offense or defense. You you have to give me a specific unit on each of those. What is the number one strength? Isaiah is giving me a sniper eye. What's up? Defensive line. Why is that? Because you can put a lot of people on the defensive line. <laughs> a lot of people kind of get thrown in that mix. I think you have a good line. Uh, I think, the, you know, Big Bo in there. I think Gallimore in there. Um, obviously, you got Doris Armstrong. You got D-Law. Then you can always walk the bazooka himself down there as well whenever you need him to. So I think that's a solid defensive front that's going to see a much improved uh, run defense this year. Heckman? Yeah, I would. That's where I was going. Edge rusher. And I think it's because of all of the guys that you have. But Sam Williams, for me, was the yes. was the bright spot of camp. He's raw still. And you could tell. But his just ODB brute style. strength. 
and the way that he approaches the game, he seems to be a guy that over the years is going to be relentless uh, in his pursuit, and we've needed that. And we've only had that kind of hunter and Micah, and look, man, all respect to Tank because I still believe that there's a lot in the tank for him. Uh, but just seeing Sam Williams I, I compete, I, I'm really excited. Yeah, I like what you guys said. I, I'll just say to be different, I'll say linebacker just because you throw Anthony Barr into a group that already is, is led by Micah Parsons. I think Leighton Van Der Esch coming back is big for mm -hmm. a year at least. And then I throw J. Ron Curse into that mix too because as much – He's a linebacker. Yeah, I mean, he's around it's the box. kind of like Micah. You, you bring him down when you need him. He's not playing deep safety. He's more around the line of scrimmage. And yeah. so throw all that together, and it's a, it's about the versatility, and it's a really nice group. Did you like what you saw at a bar in the preseason? I did. Yeah. You didn't really see anything. Didn't, didn't no. see I mean, we saw I mean, him in the last game. We saw yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he, he played well from yeah. the yeah. minimal snaps that he had, but he was on a pitch count all the yeah, way Yeah, of course he was. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think – so consensus front seven is, yes. is where you feel good. When's the last time you got a chance to say that about this Cowboys team, where the strength is the front seven? It's been a while. Probably since I, Wade was the coach and they had D-Ware and, yeah. Yeah, and Spencer and those guys. Well, it's, it's fun to think about. I think this defense is going to be nasty this year. I really do. I think this defense is going to be great, which makes me a little sad because then you think of the offense, and I think the offense can still be good. I think anytime you have a, a top 10 quarterback in the league, you're going to have a chance to be a good offense. And you have that, Dak Prescott. He's a top 10 quarterback. I'm not going to argue with you. He's a top 10 quarterback. I see Heckman looking, looking over to Isaiah because I know Isaiah is the one that wants to take a drink of water. Hmm. But with the effects. offensive line specifically, I'm, I'm a little worried Ara about that. Ara, you in, baby. Ara. Ara, you in. <laughs> yeah, you were like, wait, Ara. Ara. Running. Oh, oh, okay. By the way, when he said that, I, I immediately looked up the, the box score from week one last year when they ran 18 times for 60 yards. They're going to have to do more than that. Oh, if they're gonna If they're going to make Nate happy. Ara. Ara. Ara, you in. Caps. All right, that does it for us here on Talking Cowboys. What a fun episode this was. Went a little bit long. Sorry, Chris. I'm sorry. Sorry, Beamer. Uh, when we sorry, come man. back on Friday, we'll get you ready for the week ahead. It's our final preseason episode because then next week we go Monday through Friday every single weekday from here on out. Or I guess it'd be Tuesday through Friday because we're off on Monday. But Outside of that, we'll be back for the regular season. Special thanks to Black Rifle Coffee Company. Go check them out at blackriflecoffee.com. You can go get you some blends. Heckman's taking home the Freedom Roast. I think I'm going to take home the, the Medal of Honor. We'll see We'll see what you can do from there. But for Heckma Harrison, for Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, Chris Beam in the back, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from the star in Frisco. We'll see you on Friday with more Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?